There were three old gypsies came to our hall door. They came brave and boldly, oh, and there's one sang high and the other sang low, and the lady sang the raggle taggle gypsy, oh. It was upstairs and downstairs a lady went, put on her suit of leather, oh. It was the cry all around the door, she's away with the raggle taggle gypsy, oh. It was late that night when the Lord came in, inquiring for his lady, oh. The servant girl, she replied to the Lord, she's away with the raggle taggle gypsy, oh. Then saddle for me, me milk-white steed, me big horse is not speedy-o. Tonight I'll ride to the wide open field, and it's there that I'll spy my lady-o. So he rode east, he rode west, he rode north and south also, and it's when he rode to the wide open field, it was there that he spied his lady-o. Oh, why did you leave your house and your land? Why did you leave your money, oh? And why did you leave your only wedded lord To be off with the raggle-taggle gypsy, oh? You're a what do I care for me house and me land? What do I care for money, oh? And what do I care for me only wedded lord? I'm away with the raggle-taggle gypsy, Last night you slept in a goose-feathered bed The blankets drawn so calmly, oh The night you lie in a wide-open field In the arms of a raggle-taggle gypsy, oh You're a what do I care for a goose-feathered bed what do I care for blankets, oh, and you're a what do I care for me, only wedded lord, I'm away with the raggle-taggle gypsy, oh. So he rode east, she rode west, he rode high and high, rode low, well I'd rather have a kiss of a yellow gypsy's lips than all of your cash and your money, oh. There were three old gypsies came to our old door, they came brave and boldly, oh. And there's one sang high and the other sang low And the lady sang the raggle-taggle gypsy-o Very good Saturday morning to you and you're very welcome to Keologus Crack It's Ken here in studio with Jay and I have a very special guest as well in studio Mr O'Brien is off down in Vegas I think he was afraid to... Come in and see me because Spurs are playing Liverpool a little bit later. Or maybe he's making a big bet. And I do believe we might even have him on the line right now. Morning, Marco. Good morning, Kenny. And there's no fear here in Vegas, I can tell you that. Is that right? Don't worry about those Spurs. They'll take care of business today. You think so now up in Anfield? When's the last time you beat uh, Liverpool in Anfield? Three years ago, buddy. All right. Well, you're going to need to yeah. win today if you have any title hopes anyway. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Maybe he'd be helping us out a little bit there. We might, we might. I had a word with uh, your man Klopp over there. <laughs> a big day today. Uh, Mike is in studio. That's great to hear. Fantastic. Yes. Welcome, Mike, to the studio. Thanks very much, yeah. You've uh, you've announced it there, Mike, our, uh, our brother 
from uh, from another country, and uh, we'll have Mike on the show uh, a little bit later on. Of course, uh, Irish Project Hope, and we'll uh, we'll introduce Mike to uh, to the community on uh, on radio. I know he he was introduced down at the Irish Person of the Year, Brian Farmer's Day, and uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get him on we'll get him on radio as well. Fantastic. So you're down yeah, in Vegas. Um, you have a big conference down there, I do you? Big conference that started yesterday. Called the, the North American uh, Dealers Association. Uh, Dealers Association have this massive uh, software convention down here. So we had a great day yesterday, and we're back at it today. And I went down to see Run DMC last night, Kenny. One there's, for the ages. There's. I was just going to say, yeah, name from the past. Now I'd say there'd be a few of our listeners might even struggle with that one. Run DMC, huh? <laughs> we won't be playing any of his Rev music Run. here this morning, anyway. <laughs> no, he won't. But his, <laughs> his name is Rev Run now, and. Uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff was here as well from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So I go way out that. I got to play hip hop last night, buddy. Did you, were you spinning some some tracks? Were you? I was. Yeah. Good man. Got me up in my uh, yeah. I had to wear my Adidas top, and then you, you know, then you do a bit of spinning. <laughs> hey, listen, we're we're breaking some new ground here today because we have to welcome all of our listeners out in Calgary. We certainly do. Show, yes. For the first time, we'll be here tomorrow, buddy, in Calgary from uh, from ten to eleven local time out there. Yes, yeah, 10 to 11, we want to say a very good Sunday morning to our Calgary listeners, right? Yes, absolutely. And uh, we're delighted to have them on, we're delighted to have them on board, and we uh, open it up as usual, as we do to all the community, uh, that if you do have events going on around Calgary, we'd be happy to add them to our calendar, and uh, and if you have any other requests, yeah. you can send it in to Ken at SaturdayIrishRadio.com or Mark at SaturdayIrishRadio.com, and you can go to our website. SaturdayIrishRadio.com and uh, get all our contact details there. So yeah, yeah we're delighted. Out west, I don't have any. Uh, I don't have any Calgary music this morning. I know there was a couple of our listeners sent us some emails of fellas from Alberta that we could be playing, but I had to listen yeah. now to a few of the tracks, and they're not, they're not like Joe Dolan, I can tell you. <laughs> huh? Dodgy, dodgy. Oh, very good, very good. So, um, lots of lots of action in the football. This weekend, there is lots of action in the football this weekend. I mean, uh, Dublin are going for the uh, Dublin are going for what would you call it? The Grand Slam, unbeaten, unbeaten uh, against uh, against Roscommon. Of course, Roscommon coming off a disappointing loss to Mayo, and Mayo, of course, fighting for survival, uh, but starting to come good now towards the end of the campaign. Just perfect, perfect timing for them lads. And yes, each welcome Mead into O'Moore Park, and if they can win that game, they they have a chance of surviving. But uh, it's not. It's not looking too good for your fellas now. No, not looking great, but they are still in with a shout. Still in with a shout. It's amazing. You know, I'm a, I'm a man of tremendous optimism, anyway, right? Ah, sure, I know. I know you are. Why wouldn't you be? You have to be when you come from Leash. <laughs> <laughs> come here to me. Uh, how much? Um, I I, uh, I was just looking at the betting lines last night for the Masters. Did you want me to throw a little? Uh, you want me to throw a little slutter down for you? Anyway? How is How's Rory looking there now? What kind of odds is he getting? Eight to one for him. Oh yeah, definitely do that. Yeah, eight to one, and Shane Lowry is a hundred to one. Oh, that might be worth something there. <laughs> huh? Be all right. It might be all right. Yeah. Who have they got there as the favourite? Day, Spieth, Jason Day, and Adam Scott as the joint favourites. Oh to my! One. Two Australians. My goodness. Two Australians. Yeah. Imagine that. That's the deal. Very good. Uh, so, and yeah. uh, on other sports there, I see there the big derby weekend in Ireland in, in the Pro 12 there. Ulster took down Connacht 
last night, 18-10, and then Leinster and Munster go at it today at, uh, at half-five Irish time. So that should be a cracker. They're expecting about 40,000 at, uh, at Lansdowne Road for that. Oh, wow. Jeepers. Imagine that. Very good. So um, is Mike, uh, Mike all prepped? Is he wearing his dicky bow or what's he got? Oh, he's all, he's all dressed up and ready to go, yeah. The way you are, uh, always dressed nicely for radio. <laughs> he's actually got a very nice uh, roots top on him today. He's very Canadian looking today. And he's sporting, <laughs> very good, very a, uh, sporting a great new haircut. You could take advice now if you were here. Well, you know, ask him, ask him what life was like six months ago versus today. I'm sure he's got a very polarizing story to tell. So it's fantastic. It is. It's great to see. Indeed, and, uh, yeah, he's settling in very well. I want to do a shout out to Fergus Gallagher again. He left me a voicemail yesterday. And uh, I didn't get to call him back, but uh, Fergus, I have you on the callback schedule today, so that's a, a little bit of a shout-out for him. He's got a big birthday coming up soon, but we'll talk more about that next week. All right, that's good. Excellent stuff. Well, listen, you take care of yourself down in Vegas now. I will. I'm about to get the troops here to gather around me so I can give them the rah-rah speech from Kenny. Right? Ah, yeah, good stuff. Sell, it's, sell, it's, sell. It's like uh, you'd be like the, the fellow now leading them down at uh, the morning call at Walmart, will you? That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I get right in the middle of them and I'm like beating my fist down on a table. I have, we can do this, lads. We can do this. I have uh, my my young nephew is uh, playing actually today in the finals in Sligo in the under 12 soccer championship, right? <laughs> and I couldn't believe he came home and he, he told my sister what the coach told them and where that team could go <laughs> back up the mountain. Well, and I'm telling you, the language. I, I said, if I used that in front of any Canadian child, I'd be I'd be locked up. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> it sounds like that the uh, unbelievable sketch there, where the the coach is telling the under twelve hurlers to, you know, if every swing be a funeral. <laughs> next year you're going to be next year you're going to be under fourteen. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, very good. Very oh good. Lord, what's well, the world coming to? Have a great show there, Kenny. I All right. Get going here, and um, great to hear your voice again. Of course, I won't be there next weekend either. No, but, you've um, left me now for a few weeks. I'll be all alone next week, but sure, that's grand. I, I said to Mike, if he yeah. does a good job, we'll bring him back in next week. Yeah. See if he can get those dials working, because that, he might he might give us a better deal than, uh, than the other fellow there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you should see the look on his face right now. <laughs> all right. Good. Listen, take care of yourself. All right, pal. Good luck. Thanks very good much. Luck. Enjoy the show. Bye-bye. All right, Grant. Good stuff. Well, uh, good. always good to hear from Mark. And uh, so, look at we're uh, a week into Centenary, and I suppose it was about this time when the lads were, were surrendering. But uh, I don't know if he caught, anybody caught the programme Centenary on RTE last week. I got a chance to watch most of it live and then caught the last bit of it again on the RTE player, and it's still up there. There's a couple of great, uh, great shows uh, available on RTE on the player and another one is a nation's voice some uh, some uh, about a thousand people in a choir from 19 counties uh, join in the RTE orchestra and it's uh, it's a fantastic show so if you can get to the RTE player and watch those I'm sure they'll be up there for another little while but Centenary was on there and our very own Colm Wilkinson was on there and he sang a, a great rendition of U2's One and now I don't have that track itself but this is off one of his uh, albums and it is a U2 track called I Still Haven't Found What I'm Looking For
Carry the cross and all of us 
The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of executive chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. All right, here's a fella not placing any bets at all, but he's giving us the sure thing, the news from Ireland with Desmond Devoy in Ottawa. Good morning, Desmond. Good morning, Kentia, down there in Toronto and Mark in Las Vegas and to all of our new listeners out in Calgary. Good morning to you guys out west. And good morning, folks. Desmond Devoy here with the news from Ireland this week. The news is brought to you by our good friends over at Aer Lingus. Here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland. Our top story this morning... Irishmen and Irish women, in the name of God and of the dead generations from which she receives her old tradition of nationhood, Ireland, through us, summons her children to her flag and strikes for her freedom. With these opening words ringing out this past Easter Sunday, a hundred years after they first uttered from in front of Dublin's General Post Office, Captain Peter Kelleher of Douglas County Cork began to recite the Proclamation of Independence, just as Padraig Pierce had done a century ago. This past weekend was one of remembrance of the price paid for Ireland's freedom. At around noon on Sunday, the tricolour was lowered and the ceremony began with President Michael D. Higgins inspecting the Guard of Honour after acting Taoiseach Andy Kenny, the Defence Minister and the Lord Mayor of Dublin had done the same. The gold fringe flag of the Irish Republic flew from one corner of the GPO at the same spot where it was first hoisted back in 1916. Across the road on the roof of what had been the Imperial Hotel flew the starry plough of James Connolly's Irish Citizen Army. After reading the proclamation, Higgins invited Kenny to lay a wreath on behalf of the Irish people to honour all of those who died during the rising, followed by a minute's silence. The quiet was broken by the playing of the last post, at which point the tricolour was again raised high. As the national anthem played, six Air Corps jets swooped in low, trailing plumes of green, white and orange smoke. Hundreds of thousands of people lined the 4.5-kilometre route across Dublin to see some 3,722 Defence Forces personnel take part in the military parade. The GPO ceremony was billed as the largest public celebration in the history of the state. In political news this morning, 34 days after February's general election, Fine Gael leader Enda Kenny and Fianna Fáil leader Michal Martin are finally talking. The two men spoke by phone on Thursday when Martin called Kenny. They agreed that next Wednesday's Doyle meeting will go ahead, which will feature yet another vote for Taoiseach, and that the two men will speak again on April 6th. 
Martin is saying he hopes to lead any new government. Our focus exclusively at this moment, at this particular point in time rather, is forming a Fianna Fáil-led minority government with independence, Ken, uh, Martin said. Both parties have been courting independent TDs, but Kenny has said yesterday, as the leader of the largest party in the Doyle, that he had an obligation to try to form a government and ruled out supporting a Fianna Fáil-led government. Finnegan sources told the Irish Independent that Kenny had tried to phone Martin back earlier in the week to say that he could indeed talk to him about a possible deal on Friday afternoon, but Martin said that he did not either did not notice either of Kenny's texts or phone messages, and that he also wanted to conclude his talks with independent TDs first. In health news, Ireland as a smaller country always tries to be the biggest and the best, but by 2025 it could be the biggest in Europe in the worst possible way. A study by the Imperial College of London has found that within nine years, Ireland will become the most obese country in Europe. Irish men already have the highest body mass index in the continent. The report, published in the British medical journal The Lancet, also found that Irish women rank third in the body mass index. By 2025, about 37% of Irish women will be obese, just one point behind the 38% of British women in the same category. British and Irish men will be tied at 38% by that point. Just last year, the World Health Organization suggested that Ireland was on track to become the world's most obese nation by 2030. Well, this week in 1916, with the headlines dominated by the centenary celebrations of the Easter Rising, we look back on some of the less reported stories that were making headlines these past few weeks. On March 23, 1916, magistrates in Athlone, County Westmeath, imposed a fine of two pounds on Edward Brown for fishing in the River Shannon with two rods when he had only a license to fish with one. Brown said he also had a license taken out by his employer and thought that entitled him to use the second rod in his boss's absence. On March 15, 1916, in Dublin, however, John Shaw and Thomas Riley were sentenced to three months on charges of connection with the purchase of four military rifles for more than two pounds from a private in the 5th Lancers. On the same day, in the run-up to St. Patrick's Day, Lady Limerick was selling shamrocks at a depot at London Bridge, with their sales going, quote, for the provision of further comforts for the Irishmen on active service on the Western Front. Up the road in the House of Commons, Irish Parliamentary Party leader John Redmond was informed that 782 members of the Royal Irish Constabulary were serving in the British Army and Navy. And finally, on March 25, 1916, it was reported that Ernest Shackleton, the Kildare-born explorer, had had his supply ship, the Aurora, go adrift in the Antarctic Ocean, having broken away from its moorings in the Ross Sea. It would later come to light that on Easter Monday, 1916, as fighting erupted in Dublin, Shackleton launched the James Caird, a lifeboat that took them and his fellow travelers to Elephant Island. From there, they went back and rescued the men who had been stranded on the ice for two years. Not a single life was lost in the expedition. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Traveling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin, with connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin, including, I'm sure, Alberta. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Check out more online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.airlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the gang at Keolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, Slango Foil.
Very good, Desmond. Thanks a million. All right. Well, as you know, folks, Irish Project Hope was started under our fearless leader, Ethna Heffernan, and she got a great group of people together to bring in some families from Syria. And we had our first arrival on February the 8th. Mike joined us. And Mike, you're very welcome to the studio. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hello. Uh, it's very pleasure to be here in the studio. So you're settling in now since February, and you got yourself a job down at PGO Brands. That's right. And how is that going for you? It's good. It's uh, one of the best jobs that I had in my life. Great people down there, right? Yep. And great people, great boss. And excellent customers, too. Yep. They are all Irish. They yeah. are very excellent. Excellent stuff. And your your good pals, Ethna, is taking care of you yep. a lot. Thank yeah. you, guys. The Irish group, Ethna and Helen. And Helen takes care of you. Dermot. Yeah. Yep. Lots of people. Madeline. Yeah, it's really unique it's really i'm very lucky to have those people to take care of me so as mark mark said and i you know you may not have uh, you may not have heard him off the top because of the the headphone situation in here but he was saying how much different life is now if you think back even six months ago to now for you <sighs> um well i moved first time to jordan from syria and that was it took me such a long time to settle down uh but now it's like it was very hard to settle down there. And now I just came like three months and I got my job and almost settled. And I got my band, my guitar and violin. And it's like, it's, this is the place where I belong to. And Isn't that it's nice? really easy. Yeah. You know, for a lot of us, right, coming from Ireland, we, we could choose to come here if we wanted to. And Canada is a super country. And uh, we've said this to you from the beginning that you've, you've picked a great place to come. And now you're actually seeing that, right? Yep. And so you're playing guitar, and you've uh, you've met some friends, and you you do an open mic session. Are you still doing that on Thursdays? Yep, uh, some some time next week. Excellent. Where's the, what's the name of the place that you uh, you have your you play your music? Um, Dave's. It's in Saint Clair West. Saint Clair West, Dave's. Oh, that's excellent. Well, maybe if some of our listeners are out there and they want to come down and hear you yep. playing, and you even recorded two songs this week. Yep, Stand by Me and in Saint Cloud. Excellent. And that that one, the the second one there. What was the name of it? The, that one, the well, cloud. Uh, it's just a um, music, almost just a music. We have a lyrics. Uh, we didn't really call it yet. You didn't name it yet, yeah. but this is your own song with uh, yeah. with your friend. Our first single, Kristen. Kristen, excellent, very good. Well, congratulations to Mike. I mean, that's really taking it and settling in, getting your job and playing music and recording and and keeping yourself happy, right? Yeah, someday I'm going to be, on this, uh, my music will be played on this radio. Well, we look forward to doing that, yeah, for sure. Maybe I'll throw a little Irish uh, violin in there or something, a little fiddle in there, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm half Irish now, so uh, that would be definitely one of my future plans. Excellent, yes, you're, you're most definitely in our Irish family here, for sure. There's no, no question. Now, the lady that we mentioned, who is the, the leader of our group, Ethna Heffernan, we're going to play a song in, in, in theme with uh, the 1916. This is uh, of, of, uh, of Ethna's uh, CD, which is, uh, of course, Songs of Love and Emigration. And on this track, it, uh, I picked it out because it was the 1916 uh, theme to it. But uh, reading the notes on the CD, I didn't realize that this was one of Ethna's dad's favorite songs. 
that he would sing. And not only that, but the man who's singing on there, Hugo, is also on this with Etna, and it was his dad's party piece. So we'll put this song out to uh, to all the listeners uh, from Mike, and it's called The Bold Fenian Men. Glorio, glorio, the bold Fenian Men. T'was down by the glenside I met an old woman a plucking young nettles she ne'er saw me coming I listened a while to the song she was humming Glorio Glorio to the bold Fenian man. Tis fifty long years since I saw the moonbeam on strong manly forms, on eyes with hope gleaming. I see them again, sure through all my Sad dream, Glorio, Glorio, to the bold Fenian man. When I was a younger, there marching and drilling, awoke in the glenside sounds awesome. And they loved poor Ireland to die they were willing Glorio Glorio to the bold Fenian Some died by the glenside, some died mid the stranger. And wise men have told us their cause was a failure. But, but they, they stood, stood by the and never feared danger. Glorio. On my way, God be praised that I met her. Be life long or short, I will never forget her. We may have great men, but we'll never have better. Glorio. Glorio to the bold Fenian men. Glorio, Glorio. glorio.
Beautiful. One of the nicest female voices in this town. Our pal Ethna Heffernan there, down by the Glenside, the bold Fenian men. That was actually written by Padder Kenny, who wrote the Irish National Anthem. So it was written in around the time of the 1916 Rising. And uh, it, of course, evokes memories of the freedom fighters. And he was a, a member of the Irish Republican Brotherhood, Padder Kenny. So uh, very nice from Ethna and Hugo. So, Mike, tell us now, where are you living now at this stage? You've moved uh, out from Brother Dominic, right? And yep. now you're down at uh, University Toronto, is that where you're living? Yeah. Um, yep, it's uh, St. Michael's. St. Michael's, beautiful. Very nice. Mostly home. And Brother Dominic took care of you down there as well, didn't he? Yeah, that was very nice from him. Yeah? And what about your pal, Eddie Brett? Huh? He's oh. a good man, isn't he? Yeah, he's, he's one of my favorite guys in... Canada. Excellent. Good stuff. He's a he's a good pal of this show too and he's a, a very nice gentleman and always willing to lend a hand to people so uh, it's good to stay in touch with Eddie now. Yep, he All gave right. me my first Canadian beer. Oh my goodness. Excellent. <laughs> yes, down at the Galway Arms, right? Yep, the that's uh, that's the West End office. That's what that's what that's known as, the West End office, the Galway Arms. <coughs> Excuse me. Very good. Well, uh, along the lines of uh, keeping things going here with a wee bit of music. Uh, back in July 1914, Erskine and Mary Childers, they sailed the Asgard into Hoth with a cargo of German guns for the Irish volunteers. And uh, along that time, the, the King's own Scottish borderers, they were called in to intercept that whole thing. And there was a bit of shooting going on because people came out and throwing stones at them and stuff like that. And at that time, there was uh, three people killed at Bachelor's Walk, and 38 were wounded. And one of those was a young boy who was wounded, and he was quite innocent at the time. He was just walking by there, and his name was Luke Kelly. And that Luke Kelly grew up to be the father of Luke Kelly. And here is the man himself singing Raglan Road. On Raglan Road Of an autumn day I saw her first And knew That her dark hair Would weave a snare That I might one day I saw the danger and I passed along the enchanted way and I said let grief be a fallen leaf at the dawning of the day. On Grafton Street In November We tripped lightly along the ledge Of a deep ravine Where can be seen The worth of passion's pledge the Queen of Hearts still making tart, and I'm not 
mountain making hay. Oh, I loved too much, and by such, by such is happiness thrown. I gave her gifts of the mind, I gave her the secret sign that's known to the artists who have known the true gods of sound and the stone. And word and tint without stint I gave her poems to say With her own name there And her own dark hair Like clouds over fields of On a quiet street Where old ghosts meet I see her walking now Away from me so hurriedly My reason must allow that I had loved not as I should A creature made of clay When the angel woos The clay he'd lose His wings at the dawn When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keene family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Very good. Well, just to give you a little bit of an update, all you Dublin fans out there, you'll be delighted that Dublin has clinched victory uh, for the third year in a row in the Leinster Under-21 final against Kildare. 214 to 17 points. So congratulations to the Dubs. Well done. They're rocking down there, so they are. huh? Very good. All right. Well, uh, again, keeping in theme with our 1916, here's a little Johnny McAvoy and James Connolly. 
James Connolly, uh, he was wounded in the GPO and uh, on the day of his execution had to be strapped to a chair wearing his best pyjamas. And his final words to the executioners were, Lord forgive them for they know not what they do. A great crowd had gathered outside of Kilmainham their heads all uncovered they knelt on the ground but inside that grim prison lay a brave Irish soldier his life for his country about to lay down He went to his death Like a true son of Ireland The firing party He bravely face then the order rang out present arms fire James Connolly fell into a ready made grave the black flag they hoisted the cruel deed was over Gone was the man Who loved Ireland so well There was many a sad heart In Dublin that morning When they murdered James Connolly the Irish rebel Many years have rolled by now Since the Irish rebellion And the guns of Britannia They loudly did speak And the brave Volunteers march shoulder to shoulder And the blood from their bodies Blow down Sackville Street The four courts of Dublin They cruelly the spirit of freedom They tried hard to quell But above all the din In the cry, no surrender T'was the voice of James Connolly The eye 
There's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. All right, guys, we're off here for the calendar of events on Kjol August Crack. Well done, Mike. That's the best intro ever into Kyologus Crack's calendar. Irish Project Hope, you're hearing it live. This is what it means, folks, when we're bringing in families from Syria. Mike been our first. And this year, if you want to uh, give a gift of a donation, we'd love to have it. And you can uh, do it by going on to the webpage community.archtoronto.org and select Holy Parish Toronto and then select uh, Special Projects. Or you can also send us a check to Irish Project Hope, Holy Rosary Parish at 354 St. Clair Avenue West in Toronto, M5P1N4. And you can send it to the attention of Ethna Heffernan. When you go to our website, all the instructions are there as well. Click with the Celts and share some crack. Celtic Canada, coast to coast, the latest news covering all things Celtic, keeping traditions alive in Canada. You can subscribe online to CelticCanada.com. You can like and share it on their uh, Facebook page, Celtic Canada Facebook page. And you have a chance to win a Fujifilm camera, but you must like and share it. Their Facebook page is Facebook.com slash Celtic Canada and the number one. The inaugural issue is going to be a keeper. That's what Ellie is telling us. And it'll be out in mid-April, so only a couple of more weeks for that. You can get in touch with Ellie at 416-845-9900 or send her an email at info at CelticCanada.com. Applications for the Toronto Rose 2016 are open. And you can send in Shannon an email at torontorosoftralee at hotmail.com or give her a call at 519-731-2664. The Irish community of Durham are uh, putting on a show on tonight. At uh, That's April the 2nd, of course. And it's it's actually this afternoon, 2 till 6. So right after the show, you'd want to be heading down to Pickering Village in Ajax. There's a cost of only $20 per adult and $10 for children. And the play is PG, so you're asked to uh, only bring children of 12 plus, and there'll be refreshments, entertainment, and music. And that's, of course, their uh, centenary celebration. St. Pat's GAA, they're having their major, first major night of the year, and that is tonight at Quinn's Steakhouse. It's the Quiz and Mega Raffle, and it promises to be another great night with the folks from St. Pat's GAA. Over $1,000 worth of prizes going on. Even a signed Rory McElroy flag from the 2014 Open. And uh, there'll be lots of uh, weekend giveaways and, and loads of food and beverage vouchers from all the great Irish bars across the city. They'll have a brand new county jerseys to give us away as well. And the quiz kicks off at 8pm, so they recommend you get down there around 7.30 to get a good seat and test your general knowledge. There's a mass for our old pal, Peggy Delaney, and that will be in her memory. Rory O'Shea, of course, her son sent this in to us. And it'll be held on the sixth anniversary of her passing at St. Basil's Church, and that's just off Bay Street between Bloor and Wellesley, and that's going to take place on Tuesday, April the 5th at 12.10pm. 
The next Cayley is happening on April the 9th. That's going to take place at 3591 Dundas Street West in Toronto at Dundas and Jane. Everyone's welcome. $15 and there'll be live music, of course. Lots of baked treats. Irish uh, berries tea will be there. You can give Geraldine a call at 416-573-1205 or Mary a shout at 905-330-7972. Or you can visit them on their website, opendoorcayleytoronto.com. Monday, April the 11th. There's a wonderful group from Galway called Fabine, and they uh, they were here before at the Fringe Festival a few years ago, and they're coming out again to do another fantastic show. It'll be at the Irish Supporters Club, and that's at 4120 Ridgeway Drive in Mississauga. And uh, it's uh, this is a play, MacPierish uh, Epicture, and it's written and devised by Harry and Dara McGee, and it's a striking reimagination of Ireland's 1916 Easter Rising and uh, the performance focuses on five leading figures of the Rising with a dramatic, unexpected twist at the end. Celtic Studies invites you to the annual St. Andrew Society Lecture Tuesday, April the 12th at 7pm and that's at the Charbonne Lounge at St. Michael's College. Professor Ian Ralston, archaeologist from Edinburgh University, will speak on Scotland's ancient past from stone monuments to metal detected treasure. It's free admission and all are welcome. The Mayo Association's annual county dinner dance is taking place on April the 23rd. It's all at 7.30. Tickets are $65 and that's going to take place at La Traport Banquet Hall 1075 the Queensway and it's honouring three wonderful ladies Bridie Boyd, Ina Ryan and Kitty Freely. The entertainment will be by Paul Noonan. You can give Kathleen a call at 416 Four eight nine double two seven, or Valerie a shout at four one six six five five nine three five two. The Easter Rising Centenary Commemorative Dinner is also on April the twenty third at seven p.m. at the Shirt and Centre Hotel, one twenty three Queen Street West in Toronto, and there'll be a speaker from Ireland. Live music from Evans and Doherty in ha- from Halifax. Jimmy Carton from Toronto. Tickets are seventy five dollars, and you can get information at 416-402-3729. An afternoon of Irish tea, the Irish afternoon tea in support of a very important cause. St. Vincent de Paul is taking place on Sunday, April the 24th at the Holy Rosary Church, 354 St. Clair Avenue West. And that is, uh, the admission there is $20, $15 for seniors. And there's lots of entertainment, in fact. Two of the folks that we just heard earlier on the show, harpist Ethna Heffernan and entertainer Hugo Strani, will give a musical recital at the church. And then at 3.30 p.m., there's traditional Irish afternoon tea and entertainment. And they'll have Irish dancers, a raffle, an auction, and a bake sale. For tickets, you can contact Cathy O'Connell at 416-483-6914 or Jackie Jensen at 416 489 Three double six eight, And then there's a part of a worldwide event, an Easter Rising Cayley 2016. This event will take place at the Stealth Lounge, and that's the pilot, 22 Cumberland Street in Toronto. You can get information at 416-923-5716, and it is going to take place Sunday, April the 24th, from 3 p.m. till 8 p.m. Admission will be $5 at the door, and that's just to uh, to cover facility costs and entertainment costs. The organizers are Ryan Carroll and Maureen Mulvey. There'll be prizes for the first 100, and there'll be a reading of the proclamation. All are welcome, and of course, it will be live music 
And finally, for today anyway, the uh, Friends of Sinn Féin will have the Wolf Tones on May 21st at Estonia Hall. 416-402-3729. And of course, for all of those telephone numbers and email addresses, you can go to our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And if you ever miss a show, you can get the podcast there as well, as well as uh, on iTunes. So that's uh, the latest with all the events and thanks for Mike for doing the uh, the intro there good stuff all right well um, we uh, lost a couple of more uh, good Irish people uh, this week this uh, past week um, we lost uh, Sean O'Neill his uh, funeral was um, just on Friday there and I was down to see May and John and Yvonne and we want to pass on from the show our uh, sincere condolences uh, Sean was a great man around the town and always there to support events. And uh, a very good friend uh, of of myself and Mark, uh, Ronan Clossy, uh, we just uh, heard yesterday, lost uh, his dad, Brian Clossy. And uh, we want to pass on, certainly, uh, to Ronan and his family our uh, sincere condolences. Uh, Brian was uh, 78 years old. He's survived by his beloved wife of 54 years, Maureen, and, of course, uh, his uh, children, uh, Dara, Conal, Ronan, and uh, his his grandchildren as well. Uh, so he's also survived by his uh, sister, Eilish Rogers. Brian was born in Dublin, and he emigrated with the family to Canada in 1991. And the uh, the uh, funeral details are at the Herb and Good Family Funeral Home, and that is 171 King Street South in Waterloo, and it's taken place on Tuesday. April the 5th from 3 till 3.45 and there'll be a funeral service following that in the chapel of the funeral home at 4 o'clock and um, so anyway folks that's the details we'll post that on our website uh, a little bit later on today as well so that's down in Waterloo and again our condolences go out to both the O'Neill family and the Classy family and uh, given that they are uh, good Dublin lads we just thought we'd play the Dubliners here for them with parting glass If I had money enough to spend 
And let your time to sit a while There is a fair maid in this town Who sorely has my heart beguiled Her rosy cheeks and ruby lips I own she has my heart so fill to me the parting glass Good night and joy be with you all Great song from the Dubliners. All right, folks, well, there it is. It's another show done. Mike, I want to thank you for coming in. Thanks for having me here. And we'll maybe have you back on this show. I think you're doing a better job than Mark O'Brien. Yeah, I think. I think that's good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, good stuff. Ah, yeah, exactly. You thought uh, you thought we were talking about you? Not at all. No, no. 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 It's O'Brien that we want to get rid of, for sure. All right, folks. Well, listen, thanks again for tuning in. And again, to our Calgary listeners, we hope you're enjoying the, uh, the first show of many out there. And we're going to close it out with uh, Sean O'Reilly's Misha Era. Slán, folks. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every 